We are back yet again for another one of our double headers. I don't know if it's a triple header. I know it's like four, like... Just a double header this time. A, yes, just... Is it a double header than a double header or a double header than a single? Double I saw, header like, than all a this... single and then I think we okay. got a break. Unless there's another I one. I guess it was three races in four weeks, I think, was the thing I saw leading into Austria and I wasn't sure. Yeah, because I think yeah, there was, there's there like go. a bunch of races in July, but like the first one... Oh, maybe it is a double header. No, we've got the Hungarian Grand Prix. So it is a double header, then a break, then a double header. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, yes. Well, uh, all we know is we're back. We're here. We're talking, everyone. Yep. <laughs> we already talked about uh, Austria and everything that happened there and straight away now we're on, we're on to Silverstone and there's already... I mean, what we talk about for Silverstone really is going to be, well, what did Austria teach us? Which I think is, you know, don't go maybe outside a little bit different. Yes, <laughs> yes, that I, I. That's all I learned. As much as yes, as much as they will be talking about it a lot on the broadcast and otherwise here, it shouldn't be an issue. Um, it shouldn't really be an issue here. Yes, um, as we as we spoke about, it was a bit more of a freak thing to do with Austria than anything else. But um, still, I guess in general, you know, um, this is a track, you know, we've been to a lot. It's often, um, you know, it can be sometimes a little sleepy, but it can also be really good. I feel like yeah. with the type of battles we've had, the kind of multi-corner, that some cars being good at like slow corners, fast mm. corners, straights, this track should lend to some pretty good midfield fighting. And I feel like, um, I feel like the last couple of years have been really good. Uh, as yes. well in, in Silverstone as well, so that makes me hopeful that uh, that this weekend will be good as well. So yes, as they've worked on like reducing that that dirty air effect, um, especially yes. in all these corners, it's meant that um you can follow you know, through, that, through that closely. maggots through that maggots Beckett's compacts. Yeah. You can follow through the first sector. You can very easily go two three wide through the entirety of the first sector. Mm. Um, and of course, you know we had that 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 Titanic accident a few mm. years ago, one of the legendary accidents. And then that, wait, uh, yeah, fierce title fight. Yeah, so. yeah, and then obviously I think that we had the the Guan Yu Zhou one at the start, right? Yes, yeah, that was the big one yes. last and, year. Yeah, and yeah. Russell's also had a big one here before yeah. as well. Yep. So um, so. you can often have a lot. Yes, it's um. It's a strange track because if you're racing on it normally, the kind of first sector is quite an interesting complex. Mm. But to go through that kind of quick right left hander on at the start of a race is quite unique. There's not that many tracks that you know often it'll be a straight towards like a medium or a heavy braking zone. Yeah. Well, this is almost like a, a corner you want to take flat on the optimal line, but yeah. most of the time you can't. So it can lead to people getting spun all over the place. It seems like the grid, everyone always kind of gets different traction off of there. So I guess it's a grid that's quite yeah. tricky to, to start well on. Yeah, um, and that just means people are all over the place. That I think that's actually going to play a big part as well, because looking at the weather, there's apparently going to be thunderstorms in the area on Saturday. Oh, right. Wait, this, wait, it's just... Saturday. <laughs> the rain never stops now. <laughs> but Sunday's supposed to be dry, so it's probably going to yes. be a completely green circuit for Sunday. So okay, yes. I think grid spot, like... Yeah, particular size of the track. I think getting getting traction might just be a bit of a crapshoot after yeah, after, after yeah. A Saturday. Um, yeah, washout with the with the, even if we get qualifying because it's saying thunderstorms. It looks pretty likely at this stage that there's going to be rain yes. on the Saturday. So, um, but yeah, you, you, the forecast could change and has yep. changed. You know, sometimes ten minutes before rain's supposed to happen. So. For sure. um, but yeah, at the moment it is look, looking pretty likely that we're getting <laughs> getting some more rain again, which uh, is is crazy. That just seems we'll like we'll take every it. Race, I mean, yeah. as much as we have been spoiled by it, yes, mm. as long as it's just that perfect little mix that um, mm. cars can go out on, and you know, yeah, 
means that the engineers and drivers have to uh have to earn their pay for the day then uh Definitely. we're happy to see it so. yeah I, I don't think there's too much really news changes going into this again on these double headers you normally don't get much news about the upcoming race until like that thursday evening friday kind of you know on track kind of thing or and we're doing better kind of re- chat. recording this earlier in the week instead of the thursday or the friday and then uploading it the yes. same day yes yeah, so we're getting better at that. So we might not have quite as much information, but the only things I think I did see, I don't know if you were going to touch on this, but as far as I could see, Mercedes and Alpine, I think are both bringing some updates mainly to the front, gotcha. the, yep. the front wing. Uh, I didn't see anyone else talking about anything else that they were anything bringing, notable but they, point, it looks yeah. like they, uh, I think I said in the Austria uh, debrief that McLaren were looking at pushing. Um, the second part of the McLaren package for Piastri, they are trying to get it for Silverstone, but yes. apparently it's going to be a big ask to do it. So we'll see if yep. that goes ahead as well. They have the benefit. They don't need to fly it across the world once it's done. Um, true. They can yep. just move it locally, but yes, it'll be a bit of a crunch to get it done. And I, as I say, I think their initial expectation was to say, let's, let's, you know, aim for two races, but if they can turn around quicker, then of course they'll, uh, they'll want to do that. So yeah, for sure. Um, and speaking of McLaren, I think they are also bringing a, um, what they're calling a Chrome livery to this yes, weekend. I did they see they that. announced yeah. it and they put it on social media to some uh, mixed results. It's mm. interesting because everyone went, oh, remember those years in the 2000s when they had the silver McLaren and yeah. now they've put some silver on the McLaren. Everyone's gone, why is there silver on the <laughs> McLaren? It's like, well, what did you want? And yes, yeah. people could do mock ups and go, oh, mm. it could be better. I think it looks fine. It's fine. Maybe, like, you call it Chrome, and they're sponsored by Chrome, yeah. and it's trying to be, like, a little, you know, like, look, we can do a bit of everything. It's a throwback, and for our new sponsor, yep. it's kind of cutesy. Yeah. Um, maybe under the cloud cover, it might look quite cool, or under the sun, who knows, right? But, hey, I like the teams that maybe, are doing more of this, right? We've had may, this... Maybe in the sun, it'll blind the rest of the team, like, the rest exactly. of the competitors, and that's, they'll storm yep. away to a what, nice one, too. Exactly, so. that's the strategy. Yeah, that's the so, one. Uh, Yes, everything in the future is Chrome, so be prepared, everyone. I like that we see more and more of these teams doing small or medium one-off or several race kind of liveries. It's mm. nice to see that trend is, you know, yep. continuing, and, and uh, who knows what we might see in the future. So, um, But other than that, I mean, I guess the main talk is, yeah, who do we think might be strong and weak? We did talk about, out of Austria, um, you know, it being a, a circuit with kind of similar corners to that or similar to Spain, so we might see some characteristics characteristics in terms of you know mercedes and aston maybe struggling a bit maybe the ferrari could be a bit quicker mm. um guess there's still a question mark has perez got his mojo back or you know is it still a, a crapshoot is this mm. a track that he likes or dislikes um it's it, i don't uh, yeah i don't think it's um we're any closer to you know knowing yeah. who is truly the second or third best team out there than we were at the start of the year yep. so yeah exactly <laughs> and i think it was it's even it's pointed out i was reading a comment from christian horner as well it's like when he was asked about whether they could win every single race this year and they said well you know you look at the you got a small amount of max got a small amount of damage last year and he could only like he couldn't make his way through the pack to win last year as well that was you know all it takes is a little bit of damage to the floor and it's like that can disrupt your your race so much granted he's probably further ahead than he was last year so chances are he, he may not get into that scuffle um but if he does gets a little bit of damage you never know what can happen so yeah um it's yeah you'd still expect him to be quite strong here he's obviously yes. been uh, very strong here in the past but um yeah it's it's definitely something to note well he's been strong here of note i don't think he's won here before he's still searching for his first win here ah uh, so. so okay i i've just realized he did win here he won, he won when they did 
No, no, no. So they went during COVID. They did two races here. One was yes. the British Grand Prix. One was the 70th anniversary Grand Prix. Uh, so he's won right. the 70th anniversary Grand Prix, yeah, which okay. was the second race they ran there. Technically, the first try of asking each year British Grand Prix is what he hasn't read. I was looking at the information uh, I had, and I went, oh, they've kind of worded that a bit sneaky. So he has won here, okay. but after a weekend where he had to kind of win the, the second time out. So. Yeah, yeah, he had, to say he, had, he had the redo. I was checking as well. Of course, we did have a sprint here in 2021. Mm. I thought we had it last year as well, but but we didn't, and we I guess we don't have for this year as well. So um, yeah, no no sprint to look forward to, but um, there's plenty of those coming up anyway, so yeah, we I, don't need it every I, weekend. Yeah, I feel like having back-to-back sprint weekends might be a bit much. <laughs> so like, yes, yeah. we'll see how we go without with yeah. our sanity here, so yes. we need a, a bit of a break where we can get it. Yeah. But um, so... I guess we should uh, waste no time in getting into our predictions. Um, given, you know, my glorious, glorious brain and notes, obviously, <laughs> you know, trying to calculate all of this after a long day at work is so obviously many not numbers. the best idea. So many so... numbers are flying around. And... <laughs> There's yeah. a reason I'm not a numbers man. I, I don't, if I am going to do numbers, <laughs> I put them all in Excel and let it do its magic. I, I don't do those yeah. <laughs> off the top of my head. Yeah, but For audio listeners, I'll just say that uh, this is the second oh, week yes. in a row that uh, Kyle has messed up the uh, the numbers. Yes. So this week he's quadruple checked this time to make sure that he's Well, definitely... I will go through my logic. Okay. So the numbers that you put on the screen, the corrected numbers, yep. was I ended going into Austria on 15 and a half with yourself on 14 and a half. Yep. Those are the numbers that were on the screen. Fantastic. So we had our sprint predictions where we both went for max plus one plus one. So 16 and a half, 15 and a half. Which, by the way, we the very first sprint we did, we did actually predict pre- P2, and that was my bad because we so had I a little think thing we went off to camera. Say P2 is quite hard. Yeah, we went, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> it had a little bit off camera. You asked, like, do we normally do P1 or P2? And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure we did P1. And then I go back and watch it, and it's like, Mm, we did P2, didn't we? Yes. Oops. Because <laughs> I think last time we both went for Max, we went, there's got to be something more interesting we can do for yeah. this. So, look, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll predict it next time anyway. That's but, fine. Um, Free point for both yes, of us. But we still both got plus one. Then we had our wild card, which was for P6, yeah. which I'm just on a roll with these things um, now. I'm not pissed off. Snuck You're in pissed off. at a time with your boy, with your boy, Mr. Signs, uh-huh. who uh, probably deserved better than P6, but he still True. landed in P6. So there you go. Which would mean I go to... 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. Then we have the podium, in which case we both got a plus one for Max in P1. And I, on my glory punt out there, thought I was going for a punt for a, uh, a Ferrari, a Leclerc in P3. And actually, he did even better than that and he got sure a P2. Did. Yeah. So although I don't get the full points, I do get an additional half over you for that podium, Ariel. While your other two guesses did not land, and therefore it's just the one for Max yeah. for you. It should be twenty to myself, the big, the big two, and only sixteen and a half for you. So you've got to make some calls to catch up on this one. Yeah, you started tw- strong, yeah. but I've, uh, you know, the the the, <laughs> the bold strategies are now uh, you, seem to be the correct play. You stole that science call from me, so I yeah. did. I did. That's that's it's tricky. Yep. So that's got to uh, you got to yep. cash in. But um. Anyway, we do need to roll for this yep. week for our other positions. Yes, yes. Um, we got one. Of, I don't want to do this number. We're going to roll the dice again. No, <laughs> Three it twice in a row. Oh, was oh it? it's given a good one. Oh. It's got a four. Four. P4. I wasn't expecting anything this high. Uh, uh, <laughs> it gave me uh, 19 twice. I'm like, I don't want to do 19 again. Uh, we had this like two races ago. Uh, uh, this, Ooh, this might be four. some foreshadowing. Alonso. Okay. I'll say Alonso, people. Um, oh, 
<laughs> the, the closer it gets between the like sort of four, five teams at the top. I think even thinking about this, I might even change what I originally had, and I'll move. Oh, okay. This one I had to fourth. I'll go fourth. I'll go. I'll go two weekends in a row on the other boy in Scarlet Red, uh, Mister Signs. Mm, I think okay. I'll put him in P four. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. I may have had him in another position, but I'm just like, <laughs> no. If I got to go with this, then it gets too messy. <laughs> wow. But anyway, hey, this is a nice one to then, I guess, go further up the chain. Yeah. Shall we, um, shall we dive into our P3 then? Do yeah, you wanna, yeah. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go straight. Well, I guess we can go to our P1. Let's, should we just go P1, get well, it away? Well, we can, you know, we can flip-flop, but we know what it's going to be, right? Let's, let's just... Pop, pop. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Pop, pop. P1. Yep, max, right. max. P3. We did it. P3. Back to P3. Come on. <laughs> um, P3, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to say Hamilton P3. Um, oh, okay. I think he's generally... You know, you talk about the home field advantage. You know, you can gain... People say, oh, you gain half a second at your home race. I feel like Hamilton legitimately does. I think he feeds yes. off that energy a hell of a lot. Uh, and he's generally yes. pretty strong around here as well. Um, I'm, I am kind of hoping that that upgrade... Uh, does it's supposed to help him with uh, a little bit of arrow through sort of the the lower to mid speed corners, which will help quite a lot around here. Um, so I, I am expecting the Mercedes to sort of be a little bit faster than they might have been at Austria. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I will. Um. I will save my thoughts on that until after I, I go through mine. I guess not mm-hmm. to spoil anything. Um. But for my P three, um, you know maybe it's a bit of the Duma hat still continuing onwards, but. I may have still put Mr. Red Bull number two, Mr. Perez, Ooh. in that in that P3 slot. Mm. Not necessarily because I think he's going to have to do another fight back from the back and get his way through. Yeah. I think even if he does qualify P1, 2, 3, 4, whatever, um, you know, I still think that uh, there's there's really some, you know, not even magic he doesn't have, but the other drivers are just pressuring him and, and you know, he's, he's struggling with that. So, um, yep. I think there's a pretty good chance that uh look even if he gets the P2 well then I still I you know I still get partial here so you know that's how I'm kind of working it out yep. but uh he's not my P2 so um no fair yes, enough all interested so how about you have you are you are you down the the Red Bull double train or have you got someone else that's no, gonna sneak I, I don't I don't Perez there at all so because that was the yeah. other person I went I went Alonso P4 and I'm like oh I could have gone Perez as well like yes they were, they were the two like after <laughs> I said Alonso I'm like oh, I could have gone Perez. Because um, yes. I didn't have him in my top three. I'm going to go Leclerc for P2. Ah, um, uh, yes. Again, I think um, you, you have to look at... G- you were talking a lot ha- about how it's sort of similar-ish to Austria. They were very, very strong at Austria, as you predicted. So I think it's... I, I, I do think they have been strong at Silverstone in the past as well. I think... Was it Leclerc or... So- one, one of the Ferraris won last year didn't they yeah. in 2022 it was actually um signs that won it was signs okay so. i thought I, I bet i'm sure i saw a ferrari different ferrari but still yeah. the ferrari yes yep. does seem to do quite well here yeah so, so I, I'll, I'll go with leclerc p2 given that their car okay. is actually showing some signs of pace and the fact that at least in recent times that the ferrari has seemed strong here as well mm. some signs of pace very good uh-huh, so. good job but i went leclerc <laughs> i didn't go signs <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I went with the wrong driver. <laughs> oh, <damn> Crap. <laughs> yes, I may have gone for the same. I was maybe nah. thinking that you were going to go somewhere else. Nah. But um, nah. uh, yes, as much as I, 
in the past have copy pasted a prediction from the week before i you know I, it's not uh i don't think i had a total copy paste but you know no. the, the max no it's not total copy paste. no it's not not even no, close because he went leclerc it's, um, P3 it's and two drivers went, the same yeah. but um yeah yeah so yeah. <laughs> um yes no but i have got leclerc in, in p2 i think if there's any time you're going to put some money on him, this is what I said last weekend, right? I was like, this is the weekend where yeah. everything looks like if they're going to do something, that paid off, and I actually underestimated True. it. So, yeah. right. Yep. If the money's hot, you're on a roll, keep going until then, you know, you lose mm. out, and then that's when you stop. So, uh, yeah. why, why bother stopping now, right? Yeah, so, true. It will be interesting to so see at- if there is a, a wet qualifying as well. Like, it's... It's I, true. The, I, I don't know how much qualifying will matter or track position will matter it tends to matter quite a lot just in general yeah um but you would think that generally drivers that are sort of a bit stronger in the wet will will do very well around this track at least in qualifying to start higher up think your verstappens think your alonzo's think your hamilton's think your russell's uh think your leclerc who can sort of pull the the crazy laps out of the bag as well yeah for sure um that's kind of I guess my reasoning for having those drivers sort of higher up towards the front rather yep. than a Perez or a Sainz who might not be quite quite there. So, but yeah. Anyway, sorry, I cut no, you off. You were trying to enough. say something. No, so. that's okay. Uh, no, good point. I was only just going to round it out basically yeah. by saying that um, almost the absence on my side of of that Mercedes and um, mm. Aston Martin, I still think they will do strong, but given the strength of that Red Bull, as I say, even if Perez continues to falter a bit on that one late pace, there's no reason with this type of track it is with plenty of long straights, mm. and that car does well in following through the twisty bits, that it at least should be, I would think, ahead of you know, but both of those teams. Um, they only really struggle a bit, maybe with a really consistent Ferrari driver or two. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we think the Ferrari, as I say, is, is on something and was strong like they were in Austria, and it's a similar type of circuit, and a circuit that have been strong in the past. Um, yep. Whereas, as we say, Aston, less so what I've thought, but certainly from a lot of pundits I've been listening to, podcasts and such, they've been saying that if they've been struggling at circuits like Spain, Austria, this, and especially mm. Spa, might be quite tricky for them. And it seems like Mercedes are, although some days they seem to get the car right, others they don't. Um the other the other interesting point I heard on the way home seemed to be that um for tracks that kind of have one like consistent type of corner mm. both especially in Aston's case seem to be very good at setting up the car for it if they have a mix of corners they need to deal with it's almost like their car isn't good at being flexible across the board mm. the Red Bull seems very good at almost being strong across the board right they can kind of set it up for a few different corners gotcha. while the Aston almost like needs to be to, to you know be good at a very specific type of corner or be very good on traction mm. or very good speed through a corner but then it very that, dramatically loses out in in other options does so, make a lot of sense actually thinking back through all the tracks we've had like you, you think yes like what they were really good at saudi as well weren't they when they first yes started, which you and, might say well that had a lot of high speed medium corners like we kind of had some in austria but, but it, it only, only had those yeah, exactly yes yeah. exactly in monaco they the were really strong were, and that was only slow yes, corners like exactly. or only like so yeah yeah only like the sort of yes i know what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, same kind so, of. So um, yeah, it seems to be that car. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 not necessarily that it has it. You know, they can't set it up. It's just that it's not really designed. You know, to be adaptable across the board. You know, yeah, yeah. Which the Red Bull seems to be. It seems like the Ferrari is also that kind of car, but it seems a lot harder for them to unlock that. Mm. And part of the development seems to be moving towards that Red Bull formula to be stronger across the board, while the Aston Mercedes seems to be a bit more, you know, harder harder to fine tune in, or it's just not as good across the board. And they have to kind of commit to something, right? Almost like the Mercedes, you know, it almost felt like they'd just set it up, you know, 
not for the corners as they should have. And that's why through the whole race, Hamilton's like, I just can't, you know, drive this at all just for these corners. It's not working. And yeah. even though Alonso wasn't one to, isn't one to complain on the radio as much this year, you could obviously tell there was something there that his pace was just overall not as strong. And as we said, in some of the battles, he just lacked some of that drive it normally has mm. probably because they might've overcompensated for it because had to go one path or another. So yeah, well, okay. um, as much as we could just be talking out of our ass, that's my thinking anyway. I, I, you know, I've put a little bit of thought into this and why um, maybe I'm not as hot on those Mercedes teams or even as we say, look, Mercedes teams, even, even the, um, even the McLaren that's down there, you know, could do decent here, but yeah, it'd be a pretty yeah. big stretch i think to get a, a p4 or a podium again without um yeah a bit of luck or you know yeah. exceptional performance from a from <clears throat> from lando but i wouldn't put it past him you yeah. know he might be my maybe my second or third pick for that p4 yeah, as the well. outside so, pick, um, yeah yeah for sure yeah. well as we say uh let us know your your predictions and uh, you know especially um go check out our debrief on austria as well because there was a lot to talk about um and we did go through in detail on all of those penalty sessions everything that went on yep. so um there's still plenty to look at there but also yes look ahead to silverstone check your your time zones your calendars so you don't miss it and uh after it's all done we will be back the following week to debrief it all that we will excellent Take care, everyone. See you next time. Goodbye.